I do. I'm Carol. Carol Channing? Yes. You are listening to On Screen and Be On. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, this is Brian Zemrak with you. Welcome to On Screen and Beyond, your source for the latest in rumored and upcoming movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment, which each week features a celebrity from the music, TV, or music industry. This week's guest is the legendary Carol Channing, star of Stage and Screen. She will be talking to us about her career, all the things she's done from Hello, Darling and everything else, as well as her efforts to keep the arts in schools. And we are also joined by her husband, Harry, who is also a co-founder of the foundation. And together, you're going to see the passion that they have for this cause. It's really, really great that they uh, have so much so, so much passion for it. And you're going to see that. And that's coming up shortly on our interview segment. But first... Let's take a look at remakes down at Remake Madness. Next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Well, as far as remakes, it looks like Tomb Raider is about to be remade, and this time without Angelina Jolie. She is now considered, believe this or not, that she is too old for the job of portraying Laura Croft. <laughs> the remake uh, will feature a new actress in the role, and we'll have to find out later on who that is going to be. They haven't announced anything yet, but um, that's the way it goes, I guess. And uh, a script is in the works for a remake of Disney's Flight of the Navigator. Great film. If you get a chance to see the original, go ahead. It's from 1986. Uh, it's a movie about a 12-year-old boy in a spaceship and an adventure of the lifetime that he goes through. Uh, so you might want to check out the original because that was really good. But uh, they are going to look at remaking that. And now here's another one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in the works to be remade. Uh, which will be based on the 1992 movie, which also spawned the popular TV show. So those are a couple of things coming away as far as Remake Madness. That's about it. Coming up next, upcoming movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming movies, well, June 5th, look for The Hangover as it hits theaters with the director of Old School and a story about a bachelor party gone very, very wrong in Las Vegas. And John Travolta will star as an FBI agent, Charlie Wax, in the February 2010 movie called From Paris with Love. And it's about an American spy hooking up with an office employee of the U.S. ambassadors. And uh, they're trying to stop a terrorist attack in the city. And let's see, Tim Allen will star in The Six Wives of Henry LaFay. And this year, it's coming out. And it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's about a uh, grieving daughter who's trying to arrange her father's funeral while putting up with his six ex-wives. All right, so it'll be interesting to find out how much Tim Allen will have screen time if he's the dead guy. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, that's about it for upcoming movies. And uh, Sequel City, coming up next, right here on Screen and Beyond. Well, here down at Sequel City, the director of 2004's Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events, which starred Jim Carrey, says he would be up to make a sequel to the film uh, if he gets a chance. And uh, he says that there are no immediate plans, but we will keep you updated as soon as we hear more. Hostel Part 3 slashes its way into the sequel world in 2010. Right now it looks like a direct-to-DVD release, though, on that one. And Kung Fu Hustle 2 is in development for a 2010 release. It's a sequel to the 2005 film, which starred... Stephen Crow as Singh, and it was a comedy, so keep an eye out for that one. Coming up next on On Screen to Be On TV on DVD. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, as far as TV on DVD, it looks like Prison Break Season 4 will arrive in stores on June 2nd. And on June 16th, look for Saving Grace Season 2, Family Guy Volume 11, and Burn Notice Season 2 all to come your way. And Canon Season 2 with William Conrad makes its way to DVD on June 2nd, as is Another one that'll get you is Perry Mason, the fourth season, volume one. Brings you more courtroom drama of a classic TV show that comes your way on June 9th. And finally, The Cleaner, the first season with Benjamin Bratt as a former addict uh, helping other addicts get clean and fights addiction with his team of uh, other addicts. And that's coming out on June 9th. So you might want to check those out, too. We have some reviews on a couple of those on our TV uh, DVD review segment on onscreenandbeyond.com. You can check those out. And uh, that's about it. So coming up next is Movies on DVD right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, as far as movies on DVD, Tom Berenger, Luke Perry, and Krista Allen star in Silent Venom. Coming to DVD on June 2nd, it's about poisonous snakes loose on a submarine. And on June 16th, look for Pink Panther 2 on Blu-ray, 3-disc set, gag reels, digital copy file, and 27 Pink Panther cartoons on it. And, and of course, you're going to have the... uh, the movie itself, with all those extras. And on the DVD side, it will have a two-disc set with the 27 Pink Panther cartoons as extra material. And it stars, of course, Steve Martin. And on June 2nd, Revolutionary Road with Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet uh, travels to DVD and on Blu-ray. And on the classic front, Islands in the Stream, starring George C. Scott, is released on July 14th. It's based on the novel by Ernest Hemingway. That's about it for movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, our interview with Carol Channing, a true legend right here on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an Academy Award nominee and three-time Tony Award winner and a Golden Globe winner and a Broadway icon. She was Muzzy in the film Thoroughly Modern Millie and Dolly on Broadway in the play Hello, Dolly. It's no wonder she's a strong advocate for the arts and schools. It's Carol Channing. Welcome to the show, Carol. Oh, thank you, Brian. I'm proud to be on it. Thank you. It is such an honor to have you on our show. Um, oh, Oh, you left out Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. That was my first starring part. Yeah, well, I figured we'd get into that. There's uh, Looking over the things you've done, it's like, I mean, I could have done an introduction that would have lasted an hour. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, they, you, you know, you're right, because I was 65 years in the theater. I just, I just counted it up. Wow. And uh, 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 over a span of 30 years, I did Hello, Dolly. It's mm-hmm. some kind of a record. Wow. But I'm proud now because, oh, I am. Now we're doing something that I really care about, and that's getting arts back into public schools. Well, that's, that's a, a worthy cause for sure. And um, we also have on the line your husband, uh, so everybody knows it, it is your husband, and it's uh, Harry Collegian. And yes, um, welcome, Harry. Hi, Brian. Welcome. Welcome to you, and thank you so much for this interview. Well, I, I, I want to thank both of you for doing this, uh, because this is such a, uh, a a cause that really needs to be talked about, and uh, nowadays, especially with all these cuts that are going on in school systems, um, what made you first start to decide to get into 
you know, getting this foundation that you formed? Well, I, I think, uh, if I may, if I may, uh, Carol, this happened to be, uh, to happen to Carol. Uh, Marveline Hughes was president of uh, <clears throat> California State University Stanislaw, and she, uh, she uh, retired from that job and took a job in New Orleans, uh, the large, the old, one of the oldest uh, black colleges in, in the country. By the way, she's Condoleezza Rice's uh, what, cousin. sister. Cousin. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And in any case, uh, she awarded a uh, doctorate, an honorary doctorate degree to Carol, mm-hmm. which made uh, that the second one, and uh, and it was for the arts. And that's what prompted uh, both of us, really, to say, okay, uh, you have a background, you teach, you lecture. Doctor uh, of Fine, Doctor of uh, the Arts, yeah. Yeah, and um, so she started three years ago, and uh, the, and then she received a third doctorate degree from Chapman University in Southern California. And that it really, uh, that prompted her to realize and recognize that what happened to us 70 years ago when we were little children, uh, that the arts were so important in our lives that, and to see the cuts being made in arts today, mm-hmm. we resolved right then and there, this is the time, Carol, you can do it, and she's done it, and she's making such great head, uh, headway. Uh, that was during the terrible depression of uh, it began in 1929, mm-hmm. and boy, that was a zinger. My mother used to feed families at the back door. Can you feed my children and all that? But they kept the arch going in Aptos Middle School. That's what we were in when the crash came. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harry always had money uh, for for gas in the car. Now, that was amazing. Harry's Armenian. <laughs> and how you had it, I don't know, but boy. Well, we, I had a little orchestra when I was 13 years old in middle school. Oh, really? Yes, and, and I was and we, 12. And we used to play, and all, and, and Carol's family uh, were probably one of the more prominent families in San Francisco. And we got to enjoy all the arts in San Francisco. We started with poetry. Yeah. Oh, it was thrilling. We started with, I was 12, he was 13, and we discovered the arts all by ourselves. And then it just, you know what it did? It made, well, I've got, well, I, it made us brighter in, I mean, I cannot pass a high IQ test to save my life, but it made me brighter in math, in history, in human biology. biology. Yes. Yes. It, it, oh, just all kinds of things. That's what nobody, very few people know except teachers. And I'm the, the great, wonderful thing is they've asked me to be their spokesperson. That's great. And so I stand there, and when I can't get, get it straight, uh, Harry comes in and straightens out what I'm trying to say. So you, you, you let us know, Brian. If you, if you... Brian, this began three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and now it's beginning to grow and grow uh, in the country. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nationwide, it's, it, it's something that's going on, and you're always hearing about, uh, you know, when the budget cuts are coming through the schools, that they're, they're taking the axe and saying the arts have got to go. Uh, our hearts, uh, all the years that we, I'm going to be 90 this year, Carol's 88 years old, and she does her shows for benefits that she calls it, uh, the first 88 years are the hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, is that it? <laughs> That's the show. Yes. And, and uh, being able to confront young people and old people, but we found out that if we don't bring arts back, and it's just serious, I'll start with the most serious statement I can make, and from then on, I'll lighten up. Okay. <laughs> if, if we don't bring if we don't bring arts back into public schools of the United States of America, this country will be a second or third class nation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding yes. because I extrapolated the figures given by Santa Barbara Research Institute, and they state that there's a 30 percent dropout in public schools, and in some of the ethnic groups, it's 50 percent. And I extrapolated that by the population of the United States, 
and it's almost 14 million people, 14 million young people drop out of public schools over a 12-year span. Wow. In other words, if you started today, at 09, and added 12 years to that, that'd be 21, and that would by the year 1021, we will have lost over 14 million children. Wow. And, and that's a disaster. Oh, yeah. That's an absolute, complete and Harry, disaster. Harry, I have to say one thing, Harry, you'll never say. He won the all-round medal for the best scholar and the best athlete in Aptos, uh, in San Francisco, in Aptos Middle School, and we were thrilled to pieces with the arts. We couldn't get enough. We couldn't get, well, boy, we started with Edgar Allan Poe and Annabelle Lee, didn't we? Sure did. And then sweet, sweet, sweet O'Pan, piercing sweet by the river, blinding sweet. Oh, we were just so thrilled with it. And the next year, I graduated from Aptos, and, and the, I won the same medal. You won the same. It wasn't a medal. It was a trophy. It was a, and it's still there in school. Yeah, they have them both on exhibit. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. They do. The, the public well, we mine do. isn't. They, I don't know why. For some reason, they didn't have mine when we went back. Well, but they had yours. Uh, probably your mother wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was very proud of him. But, but really, we, we just went crazy over the arts, all of them. And my mother took us to museums. And my father used to bring the sun up every morning, and Aurora, the rosy-fingered goddess of the dawn, rolled back the crimson clouds, and everything was ready for the coming of the sun. Well, we were carried away with that. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Carol. Carol lived in San Francisco on Russian Hill, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, no, no, Knob Hill. Knob Hill, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, her parents had a, a panoramic view of the entire San Francisco Bay Area, and we used to watch this wheel. They had a, a suspension bridge. San Francisco Bay Bridge is a suspension bridge, mm -hmm. and it went across the entire bay from San Francisco to Oakland. Two bridges. Well, that was the Golden Gate Bridge, but I'm talking about the San Francisco Bay Bridge. Yeah, yeah. And that bridge, we used to watch this wheel night and day, one strand at a time, one strand at a time, yeah. go from San Francisco over to the Yerba Island, back again from Yerba Island, back to San Francisco. And that wheel went night and day, night and day, for I don't know how long, until it was completed. But the, the, the real picture is, and the real picture has to be, that until the arts are returned to public schools, we are going to lose our culture. We're going to use our, any, any, as far as I can see, anarchy will prevail in this country because I take as an example the Latino who comes from Mexico. Little Mexico. Mm -hmm. They come here with great expectations. Down in Mexico, they have music. They have dancing. Castanets. They have yep. painting. They have sculpturing, rug making, glass making, every conceivable kind of art. They come to the United States of America, and in education, they, have, they lack the most important ingredient that absolutely magnifies all of the subjects and, and it energizes the studies of different subjects and and they don't have it. They've eliminated practically across this nation, including New York City. And they don't know what they're eliminating, and the life of the country. Yeah, because it's the character of the country. Yeah, because they can say, oh, well, your kids can't make a living being an artist. Well, we're not trying to create artists, right. but Carol is giving three, three strong, it's a three-pronged foundation. One, to do exactly what we're doing, to bring awareness to the general public in the United States of America. True, arts are the greatest thing for study in, in schools at a very early age. Yes. Second, to buy musical instruments for little children who, can, who live in neighborhoods that they can't afford musical instruments. There's a small in, town. In California, 92% of the elementary school children have never seen a school teacher. I'm quoting uh, a Professor Dr. Merrill Goldberg of San Marcos, California. I, and, and, so, and the third prong of it is, is to bring scholarship for those children who do have talent. We, we have just as much talent today as we used to have 40, 50, 60 years ago. The only thing is they don't have they don't have the ability to go through 
uh, and get this for their education to make them artists. Yeah. And the last prong is to bring teachers to give scholarships to young people who can teach the arts, which is absolutely necessary. So there's three things. And you should see the children come to life. You ought to see it. They all tell me, they say, oh, it's a tragedy. The PTA is, is cooperating, and that's a big organization. Mm-hmm. And they say, they say, we see them come into kindergarten eager to learn, thrilled to pieces. They're going to school. They're going to make friends, and they're going to learn, and they're going to be active, and they watch their little brains disintegrate by the time they're in the first grade. Mm-hmm. No arts. Just the three R's. And not, yeah, you can't. That doesn't do it for for children. They've got to be excited with their work, and it all relates to. It. Can I do my song for for Brian? Absolutely. All right. This was written by a truck driver that I never let him alone. I kept telling him, and Harry didn't either. We keep. Uh, he lives in Modesto, California. Mm-hmm. That's where Harry's home is. But now we're we're down in Palm Springs. But but they. It goes like this. He wrote a song. By the time he got, he's a truck driver, and by the time he got to San Jose, it was written. And I've been using it all the time. This tells the whole story. The show must go on. Make sure the marquee's lit. The show must go on. Don't let the spotlight sit. The future's at stake. Our schools now implore us. Just give kids the chance. And you'll see one day their skills will advance. Move over, make way. The arts must keep their place in education. The show must go on. Come on and board the bus. The show must go on. The children count on us. The curtain must rise. So strike up the chorus. Yes, it's a fact you'll find. The arts expand the mind in science, history, English, math, biology, zoology, and even sociology. What is it? The, the oh, uh, psychology, mythology, and also sociology. Pomposity, verbosity. I'm losing my velocity. But let's keep the arts alive. Let's keep young hearts alive. Because the show must go on. And the show isn't going to go on unless you have the arts in science, in strange things that have nothing to do, that we think has nothing to do with the arts. But Einstein said in his book, they invited him to Harvard. Uh, um, no, no, it was, uh, where was it, Harry? It was uh, yeah, no, Princeton. 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 And he came for an hour's lecture how he discovered the theory of relativity. Would he explain it all to them? He said, you know something? I am going to do, he had a violin with him, and he said, I'm going to play the violin, and maybe then you'll see the infinite harmony that I found in the universe. That's right. That I ran right straight into. And he said, that's what made me realize, ah, it opened my brain right up. And that's in his book. And there are, the, 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 you see, the, most fathers say, look, son, I, they, I don't want a son who's a dancer or a singer or something, for heaven's sake. I, I, take a business course. I want him to be able to support his family. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the great Van Gogh, the painter, couldn't, but was starving to death. They all did. And I want him to be able to support his family. Well, he's there. there he, 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 you know that they, we, you can't, what am I trying to say? You're they, trying to say that the, the, uh, uh, in, in Nevada. Nevada. That's right. Uh, the vice principal, the vice president of the Nevada uh, Regents, Reg- a board of regents. Yes. Yeah, Howard Rosenberg. He said the strange thing is that the father will say, "Just take a business course and the three R's, and you'll be fine." Mm-hmm. And they, do you know what? They're not the ones who get the jobs. Right. They don't get the jobs. It's those that were exposed to the arts. They're thrilled with life. They want to reach out to their fellow man. They get the jobs. They do. And I talk to uh, all the dropouts. See, there are so many dropouts now, yeah. Brian. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's job why. Corps. You talk to Job Corps. 
job corps. In Anaheim, California, yep. Yep, in Anaheim. 500 of them. Anaheim, California, yes. And they were every color of the rainbow, and they were all drop-offs, the toughest bunch of of, of young people I ever did see. And I said, Harry, what the heck can I do? He said, you tell them what happened to us. Tell them what happened with your father. Well, my father was a lawyer, and he, came, he, he would come home, open the front door, and say, Achievement! But he was an artist. He was a poet. He could, he could write poetry himself. Quote Shakespeare. Yeah. And, oh, he quoted all the classics. Yeah. Uh, Milton Keats and Shelley, he was madly in love with. Elizabeth Barrett Browning, Robert Browning, everything. Uh, to be around that, you, it's stimulating. It's what children come to school for in kindergarten. It's creative and challenging. Yes. And they yeah. die. Their little brains just disintegrate. And that's what the PTA told me, and they know. Well, wait a minute. These Carol. are the teachers. Yeah, the PTA, not the teachers. It's, it's parents and teachers yep. association. Yeah. But the, but they've got a million one hundred thousand in California. They're the oldest organization. They're eighteen eighteen ninety seven, and we're co-partnering with them. Carol brought together a group of celebrities in Hollywood and television, and uh, they made these uh, little uh, 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 the PSAs. 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 They yep. call them public service announcement mm-hmm. to be distributed to the 1,018 school districts in the state of California so that they can get them on in all the media, uh, television and, and radio. And so even, Brian, what you're doing here on, on, on this is a great service, not only oh, to yes. the foundation, but the children and the education of this country by your interest in, in, in programming uh, such information such as this. Mm-hmm. I have written to Mrs. Obama, and I told her of the dire need of arts and education so that we can hold our children uh, to attend a school and to be challenged and creative in school and to learn other subjects that would take them through life. It has nothing to do with the arts. It has nothing to do with the arts. You would think so. The arts, but the arts live in your life forever. Mm -hmm. You never forget the arts. and It's a subconscious thing. You don't realize it. But arts are everywhere. Everywhere we look, we see arts. That's right. And it's in our subconscious. And it's what, how we respond and react to that is how we react to other human beings. And that's our cultural problem of today. Mm-hmm. And we don't have that. We don't have that connection. We don't have that beauty. And we don't have that, uh, we, we don't have the humanness that arts create yeah. and, um, or recreate. Uh, and so that's why Carol and I, and answer to your question, uh, got involved with this program, and we're just thrilled that. And now next year, uh, in June of next year, in Memphis, Tennessee, we're going to be meeting with the National PTA. They're excited. They are thrilled, and we're going to do a national campaign. And we know we're going to have five million volunteers in this country knocking on doors knocking on any place they can knock i guess to wake up wake up this nation and wake up our legislators you can cut everything that you've been cutting or you can uh, or you can you know uh, uh help uh, uh these needy causes and needy industries but you can't take away the arts from our children. No. You can't. That's a criminal offense. That's a violation of their civil rights. The government ordained education. They have a responsibility to educate our children. And when they take away the missing link, they've, they've destroyed the real purpose of education. The children look for temporary pleasures then. They just look for, they, 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 it's cocaine, they get out, they're dropouts, they, they can't wait to get into trouble. Yeah. I mean, that's what's causing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And nobody realizes it. Uh, 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 well, the voices haven't been heard. Yeah. No, they haven't we, been heard That's yet. what you're doing now, Carol, well, is your is voices. One the, you're one of the first ones, Brian, that we're uh, spilling our emotions all over you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and that's why it's so important, Brian, that, that the public know that how important art. And, you know, the foreign people, foreigners who come here, migrate here, yeah. know what arts mean 
more than the American kids, yeah, the seems... kids who were already born here in the, in the yeah. country. Oh, another thing Einstein said. He said uh, the the um, um, the, uh, the, the Mo- what about the Mona Lisa? Did he say? Oh, he said to, he said the Mona the Mona Lisa is great. Uh, oh, oh, oh he, no, no. He, he said at the, the re, his real quote is the uh, uh, the uh, theory of relativity is great. Oh, that's it. All right, go finish it. Oh, the, the theory of relativity is great, but the Mona Lisa is greater. <laughs> and that's true, yeah. because it leads to the theory of relativity. That's right. It leads to what makes life, what makes it alive, what makes what makes you glad to go to school. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, anyway, well, does that answer your question? Yes. <laughs> he asked a simple question. Yeah, you asked one question, you really got it, Brian. That's, that's just full of it, I'm sorry, Brian. No, no, that's yeah. fine. But, I, you, you both have so much passion for it. it it's, it's, it's very... But we see the students, and it's like before the fall of the Holy Roman Empire. They, they forget the Sistine Chapel, let's get into debauchery, and, you know, let's just... Uh, we, we just bought some instruments for some children. Oh, yes. Listen to this, listen to this. They, they heard about Carol and I, the, the three prongs of our foundation. Mm-hmm. So a newspaper lady from Modesto, California, called, uh, I don't know, they knew this little town, this little town of nowhere. It's a little town of nowhere. That's what it's called, nowhere. Yeah. It's called, all, it's, there's no name for it. How, how many citizens do they have? 75 people in the town, <laughs> and, and they're all Latinos. Yeah. They are, you know, they're all farm workers. They make about 7 $8 dollars. Uh, an hour, mm-hmm. uh, and and all the children are, 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 are almost all all are Latino, and there are about 250 kids in the school, and uh, uh, the principal is Latino, and he's also is a superintendent of school, and he's between Highway Five. You wouldn't know, but maybe you would. I don't know. Five and 99. It's uh, two freeways that parallel the whole state of California, mm-hmm. and. And uh, this is in between the two. Yeah, it's it's southwest of Fresno, California. Mm-hmm. Any case, uh, they they said, well, we need instruments because we don't have any arts in our school, and we have a few instruments, but the the we need more instruments because the children have nothing else here in this little town. Mm-hmm. That a little village. It's a little village. And so we said, okay, let's see, we'll see what we can do. So anyway, we had a, we had a partner in uh, a partnership in, in New York, and we raised the money and bought the instruments, and they're going to be unpacking the instruments this Wednesday, uh, a couple in two days wow. from now. Yeah. They're going to be unpacking those instruments, and we're going to record those children opening those boxes of brand-new instruments, 21 of them. Then we, then I got a letter just the other day from a group from a man in Los Angeles. There are 200. It seems to be the same number, 250, 250 approximately handicapped children, most of them in wheelchairs, and they asked for $4,500. They want to buy some speakers so these little children can sing. Ah, yeah. And I said, no, I can't do anything for you. I said, I know you're holding back. You've got to give me a list of the things you you need more. Mm-hmm. Keep. You, I want you to go back, make an inventory of more things that you need for those children, and let's see if we can't raise them. Because we're going to do a show in San Francisco on July 18th. We're going to be in Sacramento, California on uh, August 31st, and we're going to be in UCLA University in Los Angeles approximately... October, the first part of October, uh, and and in every case, it's for the foundation, it's for our kids, and we want to also alert the public. And in the case of Sacramento, where this is the capital, uh, we'll be able to uh, attract a lot of the politicians. And Governor Schwarzenegger has already given Carol a private reception, yes. and we're hoping that we can bring more governors in different states of the United States. We've met. With several, and uh, and I oh he I believes that, it, it, uh, yeah. And in any case, we're making some great inroads. 
little Carol, this fine, fine woman, has given her heart, her soul, her money, her effort, everything, her talent, everything. And she lectures kids. Uh, we're going to lecture. Uh, in fact, in a couple of weeks, we're going down to a little town of Marietta, and uh, and she's going to lecture there, a uh, uh, high school class. And that's and what we they do. Get ex- oh, they're I, wonderful. I, I, I think it's ex- it's exciting to see these children get yes. excited. They get so excited. <laughs> they don't have to pay, play the piano themselves. No. I mean, Van Cliburn's going to play the piano no matter what. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. even if there isn't one around, yeah. he'll find it. But these children are exposed to the arts, and that's what makes their brains fertile. And they love it. They love it, and they're just so bright, and they can't wait to get back to school. And they should. Every child, every child in the United States is in to have arts as a part of the curriculum, and that's our whole target, and that I think we can have a better United States. I think we'll have a more a civil United States. I think we'll, we'll have more human United States of America. I know they will. Because all the countries of the world have arts as a part of their life, and they have arts, some of these older, older nations. For thousands of years, they've been having arts as a part of their life. We need to bring that back in, in, in the United States. We've what lost happened to it. you We've and me road. in the Depression? Oh, that's right. When once I was exposed to the arts, well, yep. it was it was I the, the, I was thrilled with ballet, and finally I was in the San Francisco Opera Ballet. All of a sudden, I can't pass a high IQ test. I don't care how fast one train is going and when will it get there before the other train. And I, yeah. I don't care. That's for engineers. But just the same, I can't pass a high IQ test, but I sure could. I, I skipped grades. I skipped the second half of the first grade and the first half of the second grade because my father kept singing with me, hmm. singing every song that he ever knew. Uh, only in, a, in, a, uh, in September, we're going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Carol's going to be opening her new CD uh, at the Gospel Convention, which is gospel, blues, and country. And this is a first for Carol. Yeah. And uh, oh. hopefully it, it, will, uh, it will thrill the general public and they'll enjoy Carol in a, in a wholly, totally unique uh, venue. And so we're, we're going to see how it's kind of exciting, really, to see even at our age to be on the cutting edge of some of these things because even for older people, they must realize that they have the ability and the capability to have a longer and more productive and a more enjoyable life if yeah. the arts are mm-hmm. a part of their living. Yep. And these children, all they were about junior high school age, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, in Anaheim. They 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 would they got thrilled. They they stood up and yelled and hollered and they, and then they went back to school. Even and pregnancies and everything. The girls were having, and they went back to school. Yeah. Well, and they they had there were five hundred. She's yeah. talking about the Job Corps going yeah. back to Anaheim, California. Yeah, job she Corps. got three hundred. I mean, she got three standing ovations. Three, three standing top, ovations. They looked like the the most you could never reach. And, these and children. what it was, what it was was Carol talking about the arts yeah. and her connection with achievement. Mm-hmm. That's what she talked about, and she was totally. She had no idea what she was going to say. She spoke for 55 minutes, 55 minutes on a platform to 500 youngsters, and they were absolutely thrilled beyond words. They were wonderful. And And they went back to school, and then some of them who were who dropped out before the last, they, they got them jobs, they, they got them teachers to teach. They said, what did you want to do more than anything in the world after that? I want to be a carpenter. Oh, well, yeah, so they got the best carpenter they knew to teach them. Yeah. 
and they got whatever they wanted to be. I want to, I'd like to build a house. I'd like to, whatever it is. Plumbing, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were some girls who were doing carpentry work and plumbing. Yes, they were. And that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, and they, they were doing it. And happy? Oh, it, it, it's a great, well, uh, you, you, well, you I th- I, did I did we have we answered your question? Yeah. Oh Brian? yes, <laughs> Which, I'm poor sorry, Brian. Brian. Yeah, poor, poor listeners, <laughs> we really inundated on you. But everybody, uh, you, you know it's right. You know it's true, Brian. Yes. The things that we enjoy in life are seeing things that have been recreated. Even things that even simple little things that we do. If we're sitting down for dinner and we fold a napkin a certain way or put the flowers on the table a certain way or we turn the lights on a certain brightness, it's all art. Everything is everything we do is from an art's viewpoint. That's which right. makes life delightful. And, and, and it's what you see, what you believe is beautiful. Yeah. What you see. Yeah. Not, not what I see, not yeah. what I write, yeah. not what I say, not what I, what I paint. Not the music I play. It's what the artist sees from their own perspective. And if they if they lie about it, then it won't be art. No, it's not art. They have to be truthful in what they see. Yep. Even even though you may, it may not be acceptable to somebody else. Well, the 60, it, it's what you see and what you see. And my what, 65 years of working in the live theater, which is a great experience, live theater. You're dealing right there at that very moment with the audience. And I finally concluded that it is art is only a recreation of what was already created. Mm-hmm. Each one of us, but each one of us sees like Van Gogh's bridge, that wonderful bridge, or his sunflower. Uh, uh, all right, another painter will think, oh, I'll paint the sunflower too. But if he paints it the way he sees that sunflower, it isn't anything like Van Gogh's sunflower. It's each one of us was given a different view of the, uh, of the art that was already created mm-hmm. before yeah. us. Yeah. And oh gosh, I'm sorry. You t- you touched a nerve with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. It's great to hear somebody with so much passion for you know a, a good cause like that. And, and but it's true. Yeah, it's true. And they're all dying, and 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 they, they they're just they're not. Oh, they're getting as as excited as we were. My mother took us to the French Impressionists. Oh, we won't go into that. No. <laughs> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, for one thing, if somebody wants to get involved with your program, uh, is there a yeah. website they can go to? Because what I'll do is um, I will put a link so people can click on it and go to your site and oh, you know to get information or donate or whatever they'd like to do. Well, we have a donation. Here's our donation. A, B, C. Acronym for A B Buck a buck for Carol A B C ah. a buck for Carol uh-huh. one dollar one dollar yeah. no more no more if everybody no. did that the the problems of of uh, the arts in schools would probably go away <laughs> I bet it would you know uh, I wrote to the PTA the other day and and suggested to them of uh, course. Uh, they, the PTA, uh, the state PTA gave Carol an award. Uh, the, it's the only award of its kind that they've ever given, and it's regarding a uh, performer like Carol and, and children in the arts uh, and, and the relationship between the, uh, giving uh, to the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the national PTA gave Carol... An award, a Lifetime Achievement Award, which they gave primarily to the wives of presidents, uh, presidents of the United States. 
and and one exception was uh, Bill Cosby. Uh-huh. Uh, oh so, yes, he's uh, done a lot. Yeah, and and what I suggested to PTA is, uh, as far as money was concerned, was uh, a buck for Carol, and and uh, and to to buy musical instruments and to give scholarships. Mm-hmm. And of course, if we need any money, but Carol has put her own money in the foundation to provide for bringing the message uh, and the messengers uh, to to uh, uh, to understand the value of the arts as far as uh, education is concerned, mm-hmm. and especially in, our, in the, the early entry grades in the school, the little ones. Yeah, and uh, so uh, that. And 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 the, and the PTA has been extremely responsive. Uh, I think the PTA and and in the, the end of this year, we're going to meet with the policymakers of uh, education, uh, which is the boards of education. There are 350, and we'll be meeting with them in Sacramento. They're the policymakers making the recommendations to the uh, legislators. Mm-hmm. Uh, the point being that if the this coalition, this partnership, is strong enough and powerful enough to really bring this message to every school district, uh, over a thousand of them in California, mm-hmm. then it will happen. Uh, the you know uh, it will happen. It will happen. But if it doesn't happen. Uh, then we'll start a massive letter writing and a telephone campaign. Yeah. But I feel pretty optimistic that with the with the one million one hundred thousand members of the PTA in California, I believe in California and Carol has made great strides with the universe, the largest university system in the world. She's done fourteen universities, given fourteen scholarships. Uh, and hopefully we'll be... Of just the University of California. Yeah, just the California State University. And there are other colleges and universities. Yeah, Um, but but Carol has made great strides in the university system of 23 universities in the California State University. Mm -hmm. Uh, University of California is another adjunct of that same system, but they're more research-oriented rather than the California State University. But having incorporated as many of these educational units, and we've gone to other conventions who have a similar relationship, uh, lecturing and teaching mm-hmm. what this is all about, so that they all get energized. We need to energize the public to, that there is an avenue that is proven. It's been researched all over the world. There's been research after research after research on the same subject. Arts do catapult a child's learning ability and and they're staying and remaining in school longer. We know that. And that's there what we want. It doesn't have yep. to be any more research on that. Mm-hmm. It's the mere acceptance by the government of the United States of America to recognize and realize that and fund all these uh, the states have to do it and the federal government has to do it yeah both mm-hmm. and i think that's that's what we're trying to do and i think uh, it has to start from one person like carol it has to start from another person like you brian it has to start from another person like myself and thousands and millions of other people then it's going to happen yeah just that is going to happen pass it on that's the thing yeah yeah. And then I can, uh, I can be very happy before I close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you must have run out of time. Yeah, you must have run out of right, uh, tape. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, now, one thing I wanted to ask the two of you, um, you, I understand the two of you were uh, high school, uh, junior high sweethearts back? Yeah, uh, middle school. Middle school? 12 and 13 when we met. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then they, we had a seventy-year hiatus. Wow. <laughs> yes. I never saw her again. Yeah. Huh. And then you just just started seeing each other again, and at a uh, reunion or something. A 60, well, I had a sixty-year marriage, 
Uh, and, a beautiful 60-year marriage and, uh, in Modesto. Yeah. And uh, Carol was married. To, I had a miserable 42-year marriage. <laughs> and we. And then a mutual friend of ours uh, uh, knew that our spouses had uh, expired mm -hmm. and called me and said to call her. And I didn't know she was still alive. And I called her, and we got together. And within two weeks, we were engaged. Uh, right here in, in the Palm Springs area, and uh, we bought a home here, and, and we're living here. Oh, we're, what happened is I wrote a book, and I wrote about my first love, uh, Harry Collegian, and, and no girl ever forgets her first love. I, I don't know whether men do or not, but anyway, no girl, and... and uh, I didn't. You didn't? No. Really? And I feel his wife w w is... I actually... I think she would be grateful to me if she knew that, that Harry was with me. Mm -hmm. I, I think she would be. Yeah. I know she would. Yes, yeah, she's, she's a beautiful girl. She was a model. Mm -hmm. And she's, she's got a sweet face. I know. I, sometimes when you put a bl her blouse on me and said, this is a, a lace blouse, I'm proud. <laughs> oh, I knew, I, all of a sudden I knew. You were embraced, you know. Yes, I was. You really were. She's my friend. <laughs> Care uh, with all the uh, you know the arts that you're, you're talking about and everything. Um, of course, one of the, the the legendary songs and things that you've performed in is is Hello Dolly. Um, yeah. yeah. How many you know? How did you come about getting Hello Dolly um, in the theater? How did you become become Dolly? <laughs> Yeah, how'd you become Dolly? Well, uh, Mr. Merrick, uh, David Merrick, he, uh, people write about him as the abominable sh uh, showman. There's a book called that. And, oh, they think he's so difficult. He was the finest showman he knew. And, and, and boy, he, you know, he made up his mind I was to do it. Huh. Jerry Herman wrote it for Ethel Merman, but she, she said, yeah, I turned that down. <laughs> but but really, it, it, she, Dolly is a, a a New York, you know. Uh, she's a, a, a she's a leader. She do, Dolly Levi. Yep. yep. Yeah, and and she's gonna go. She's a, she'll make Horace Van together the the mayor of Yonkers, New York. <laughs> and we all yell. She says Dolly's got a line. We were under the Third Avenue L. We had to yell. The whole family yells. <laughs> so, no, she's a funny character. Thornton Wilder is one of our six greatest playwrights. Yeah. And, boy, it was a privilege to have that, the matchmaker. Yeah. Now, did, um, you know, you must have done that. I mean, you can do that in your sleep now, <laughs> I'm sure. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Everybody says you must be on automatic pilot by now. No. Every night I got scared. Uh, Helen Hayes once said, I, uh, uh, thank God for stage fright. You, it just, your brain just becomes alert, and you, you swing into the... You got, every single performance I got stage fright. Really? Even after yeah. all this time of this doing it? This could be it? the audience that doesn't get it. Yeah? Huh. That's that's interesting. Yeah, they might not. Yeah. Except, thank goodness for my father, he kept saying, you know, no, you, I said something. Oh, I said, I, I, I want to tell you what happened at school today because, and he said, no, it's because, Carol, it's not because. I said, well, everybody says because. He said, but not you. <laughs> you don't say it. And the result is we were doing a show for the deaf, dumb, and blind in Charlotte, North Carolina, and, and one lady said, my, I thought my hearing was restored. <laughs> she said, when you came on stage, I heard every word. And I thought, thank you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the thrill of getting, boy, I was right on stage. Uh, well, Harry's band, I was his vocalist. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah well, when I was 12, yeah. 13, yeah. in there, 14, 12 and 13, and he was 13 and 14. Yeah. But he, he graduated a year ahead of me and went to military school. Hmm. So you, so you guys have been involved with the arts for a long, long time then, I mean, oh, even way yes, back that when... that set Harry mm -hmm. up. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. He's involved. He won't miss any, any an, an art or a museum or anything in any city we play. Uh -huh. Now, um, 
with with Hello Dolly, one thing I've always wondered is why, and, and, and you know, no offense to anybody else, but why weren't you Dolly in the movie? You tell me. I have I have no idea. I mean, I had a miserable marriage at the time, and I think he always he wanted Billing, my husband, uh-huh. so that he was the executive producer. Well, nobody knows what one is or what he does, and neither is he. I, I've never told anybody that, but I know very well that, that he killed it. Also, I won the Tony Award that year on Broadway for Hello, Dolly, yes. and Barbara Streisand was uh, uh, doing Funny Girl this, at the same time. And she and B. Lily and I, B. Lily was in... Um, a Noel Coward play, and uh, I, we'd also, I'd say, Barbara, I think you're going to win it, and Barbara said, no, you're going to win it, and she'd be willing to say, no, you're going to win it, and what uh, what happened was I won it. I, I don't know why. I mean, but there it was. Uh-huh. There's so many things we could go over here, and I, and I know I've, I've been holding you for a long time here, and I don't want to <laughs> take up too much of your time. You were good enough to let us talk about what we care about. <laughs> Um, but uh, now you are probably one of the most impersonated actresses that there is. Uh, did it ever bother you when people were doing impersonations of you? I just don't know who they're doing. <laughs> I just can't imagine. See, I often now I've done Ethel Merman to Lula Bankhead and all the great stars of my day. Yeah, I just did all of them. Everybody, Ethel Barrymore, and all that. And they did the same thing. They look at you confused and say, well, who are you doing? (laughs) None of us knows. If we do know, we're doing, uh, it it kills the the naturalness of it. Yeah, yeah. And I I was looking on the Internet, and I saw that there's uh, ventriloquist dummies out there that that have your image and uh, dolls and everything out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. And I look at the dolls, and I think, I never looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when people hear their voice on the radio, they say, that, that, that's yeah. not me. <laughs> that, that's right. You know, you've heard every human being, when he hears his own voice on a record, all the all friends say, that's you exactly, and then they cry and say, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure you don't know exactly, but... but how many times have you sung your signature song, Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend? Oh, I don't know, but really, I, it's been asked and asked. Um, I just can't imagine, but I do know with Hello, Dolly, the performances, it was over 5,000. Wow. And I never missed a one. Do you ever tire of doing, you know, singing those songs anymore? Or No. No? I really don't. Yeah. Every audience is different. Every audience has to be reached. And if you don't reach them, it's suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I understand that um, you are, have been in, uh, inducted into the Smithsonian Institute's uh, first permanent entertainment history exhibit for the leading ladies of stage and screen. Yeah. Congratulations Isn't that on that. Lovely. Yeah. Um, in fact, you were uh, with Rosemarie also, right? Oh yes, she she gave them her little baby uh, Mary Jane. Ah, uh, yeah. That she danced with, uh-huh. and uh, Esther Williams. Uh, uh, Florence Henderson also, I believe. Yes, Florence Henderson. Yeah, and Julie Newmar. Yes, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Phyllis Diller was also at. So what what is in the Smithsonian from you? Is is it a, a dress or a, a script or something like that? Or yeah, my dress. Your dress, okay, yeah. Yes, and the oh, I believe the diamond tiara, and the from from gentlemen prefer blondes. Hmm. And one of your Tony awards. Oh, one of my Tony awards, yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. And uh, now I understand you're currently touring the country with a one-woman yes, show? Are. We toured the country, but we realized that California, we've got to get it started here first. Mm-hmm. So now we're, we're zeroing in on California. Uh-huh. We haven't done it yet, but we're going to zero in. Yeah. And it's called The First 88 Years of the Hardest? Yes. Yeah. That's the name of the show. Yeah. It, it used to be 
uh, eight years ago. We called it the first 80 years of the hardest. <laughs> so um, I can't wait to see what you, you know, what you have in store for us for the next 88 years. <laughs> yes, I can't wait either. <laughs> I can't either. But dear Arnold Schwarzenegger, boy, he's helping us because he's an artist, too, and he knows how fulfilling it's been all his life. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. And We've got to fix California. We just got to do it. Oh yeah. Well, we're on our way to Sacramento. We'll see him very soon. Oh yeah. And now, uh, just to touch on a couple of other things that you've done in your career, um, I was looking at your actually at your website, and I was looking at um, your friends page with pictures with you with your friends, and there's pictures of you with, uh, I mean, just about any star that that has been in broadway or or movies or there. tv you know i haven't stayed home long enough to look up you haven't <laughs> oh there was jack benny there was uh, john wayne there was carol burnett uh, i mean the list just goes on and on and on of all the people carol o'connor uh um oh. it's, it's it's amazing i mean i was looking through that and it's like i mean you've worked with everybody <laughs> everybody isn't that a that, that's a privilege yeah. It really is. Jeez. Just everybody. Uh, uh, to work with these great artists, that's a thrill. It brings me to life. Well, I'm sure they were thrilled to work with you. <laughs> me? Yes, they said they were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and even our younger listeners um, will recognize you from uh, the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh, did you listen to that growing up? You, oh, yes, yeah. I, I, I had children at that time. But <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I see. Well, there, yes. Oh, there were lots of re- 25 children's records I made. Wow, yeah. Oh, Free to Be You and Me is the one I'm proudest to have been a part of. Really? Uh, yeah, Free to Be You and Me. Yeah. And that was... Uh, Oh, God, Danny Thomas's daughter, Marla Thomas. Marlo, Marlo yeah. Thomas. Yeah. She's a good little, oh, boy, she got that thing on. She's a good little businesswoman. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carol, um, I, I know we've been on a long time, and I want to, you know, thank you so much for taking the time. And, and it's, it's, it's uh, hopefully people will listen to this and, and catch the infectious uh, enthusiasm that you have for the arts and everything. Oh, I wish I, I... I can't control it, Brian. Isn't that awful? I <laughs> no, that's can't. great. I, I oh. wish everybody had that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we really... We're going to get it through, though. It won't be just for me. But people... All these girls that we just named, uh, and Phyllis Diller and, you know... Anyway, that we just named... They're all helping with the shows. Carol, Carol Cook... Uh, 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 Lily Tomlin. Oh. Um, oh, wonderful people. Wow, yes. They're all helping me, and they're doing it for free. They want. They don't want to be paid. Wow, that's great. Jeez. Because they feel as deeply as I do about it. They know what the arts meant to them. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. Jeez. Um, so, like I said, I will be posting on the website you know, a connection to your, a link to your website, so people can go and get more information about the uh the uh, the arts that you're you know working so hard to get back into schools and, oh they uh, get so excited the children it's a joy to go there and talk to the children yeah yeah I'm sure. it really is uh, well anyway oh thank you I, I appreciate that Brian if you do that yeah yeah Brian, it's a joy to work with you thank you well thank you very much well Carol I really appreciate you taking the time talking with us and it's been a joy and an honor to talk to you. Thank you, Brian, right. so much. All right, and thank Harry for me, too. You bet I will. Uh, well, uh, Brian, I look forward to being with you again. All right, thank you. All bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, I want to thank Carol and Harry for taking the time to talk to us about uh, that uh, that important issue of keeping the arts in the schools and also for uh, talking about her career and how they got together and all the different things they talked about. And it was uh, two great guests, uh, very, very nice people. And if you would like to find out more information about Carol Channing's foundation and Harry's foundation, if you'd like to donate, find information about it, to be a volunteer, whatever you would like to do, you can go to ChanningArts.org. 
Okay, that's Channing, C-H-A-N-N-I-N-G, A-R-T-S dot O-R-G. And you can get to their website for uh, all the information about keeping the arts in schools. Okay, so we'd appreciate you going there. And um, I also want to remind you that uh, if you have a suggestion for anybody that you would like us to try to interview, give us a, you know, give us an email at uh, feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. We've had quite a few lately coming on in, some really good ones, and uh, we are trying to make those contacts because uh, they, uh, some, some good ones that we're trying to get. And some of them may be possible because sometimes we'll get somebody that, you know, that we can't even find anymore. Uh, they are alive, but they're just not out there, uh, not uh, not in the business or anything like that. And it's hard to make contact with those people because we just can't find them. But uh, there are some that uh, some people have been asking for that uh, we may be able to contact. And we hope uh, coming up soon we'll have those people. And uh, let's see here. We also want to remind you that... Um, uh, you know, since in May, we just finished the month of May, and we had 11 episodes with some great guests, like we had Lee Majors of uh, The Six Million Dollar Man, and we had Stephanie Powers from Heart to Heart, and uh, The Girl from Uncle, and uh, just so many people we had in, in May, and uh, you can still hear all those interviews on our reruns page at onscreenandbeyond.com. And uh, you can hear all our past ish- episodes uh, all the way to the first one, which was from 2007 with Mickey Jones, the drummer for Bob Dylan. And those are all still there. You can still hear them. And they go all the way up to uh, last week's episode with uh, Jerry Reichel, who was uh, Jan Brady on the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. And she was a great guest. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to get him back again at some point and talk to him. And uh, a lot of those people are very interesting and uh, Taylor Lautner of Twilight, of course, that movie will be coming out uh, this year. Um, and uh, Taylor, we have actually two different interviews with him. And we have Don Grady, and uh, Don Grady, of course, was Robbie Douglas on My Three Sons. And we had uh, uh, Don Most, who played Ralph Malf on Happy Days. And Cliff Robertson, who won an Oscar and has been so many different things, including a villain on Batman. And uh, we have some great guests coming your way in the future, too. The month of June promises to be just as exciting. Some great guests coming your way, and uh, it just doesn't seem to stop. And it's all right here on On Screen and Beyond. So uh, until next time, this is Brian saying take care. (laughs) 